2: stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
3: hi EllisPod fans it's jr here fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com
2: My name's
1: Clem Morphiney, I'm the owner and chairman of Town Football Club. Having a successful football club is is so important for the town and for the community. Value for money here is unbelievable compared to other areas. Compared to London, I I couldn't believe how great it was. When I first came down here in 2012, I thought, wow, there's so much opportunity here and no one's really tapped into it. (laughs) Yes, it was my fault and it was a mistake that I made. Look, I'm human. I make mistakes.
3: Rodgers is streaking ahead and he's
2: onside. Beautiful play. That is that. Well, a shot. Oh, it's goal. They post for Shira. Goal. McLaughlin has it. Oh, deflection. And a goal. That's to Mitchell. It's another goal. Incredible. Unbelievable. Yes,
0: bats, Danny Wall. I will win this league anyway. Richard.
2: he's hit it, it's Crabble. Colin Doyle strikes again. And a
1: brilliant goal. Harry, I found my notepad from 2017 when I was planning to do a podcast, and one of the notes was quite intriguing. It said, keep it to past events less stressful. I'd look back now at 2017, Rich, and just think, God, you should have followed your instincts. Follow your instincts, Rich. It was so here we are. We're now into the the weeds of the weekend, and weirdly that wasn't the 7-4 loss. What happened after the loss was a couple of stories, a couple of rumours. Well, let's put it this way. Clem Morphooney recently described Swin in Town as having more leaks than a sieve. A little break from the noise in recent weeks. It's come back with gusto as Ryan Whelan, journalist of Look Sports Media, broke a story on Saturday. Plus a clickbaity side comment, which has just as much interest to the fan base to to allow us to spiral into the abyss. Um, the start of the article, Terry said, several players and staff members of Swindon Town Football Club were not paid their wages on time, with an accounting error blamed for the issue. However, it is understood that at least some of the players have now been paid after money was deposited into the club by the owner. Sources have informed Look Look Sports Media further to this. It also it is also understood that the club has been placed up for sale by owner Clemente Morfuni. Terry, then they're stealing our shtick. Fuming. (laughs) The club were contacted for their response on November first, so they've been sat on it for a while. They want you to know that. And on November 4th as well, and they've been offered the right to reply and yet to respond to Look Sports Media. I'm not able to say, Terry, that the unpaid wages situation is not true. But again, I do my digging. I I go quite deep in this. I don't just ask people with funny handles on, on social media or anything like that. And I'm told that those impacted were not players and not members of the first team staff. But in fact, those impacted were the rest. They did receive wages a few days later. If that is true, and I will say my source... Is extremely reliable. I hate that phrase, both source and extremely reliable. That is worse than anything else.
0: I absolutely, oh, rich. If this is true, I absolutely detest this. This is. I've got to choose our words carefully here because this is all based. You know, we 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 stood this up on on re- your reliable sources, um. But to be clear. I have to be consistent because other football clubs have done this and I have absolutely gone to town on them. If there is a limited amount of money and we have prioritised first-team experienced footballers who have had a career behind them over backup staff and young pros, that is without doubt absolutely disgraceful. And we should be ashamed. Ashamed.
1: Yeah, and and it would be super easy for me to just... It's, you know the biggest story is if the players aren't paid for various reasons but the, the people I talk to the consistent it's it's the other staff don't know how many how many people that was but that's why it's emerged Outside of wages, rumors of unpaid bills has been rife amongst the grapevine for months and months and months and then you see flash sales on home shirts just three months after they've gone on sale before Christmas that suddenly doesn't feel like such a goodwill gesture, does it
0: very much like the um the three match bundle
1: you know that that, that
0: came out of the blue with no marketing it, it It's not hard to start putting this stuff together, rich is there I mean all, and we are very much in in rumour mill now, as you said. These are all yep. right rumours, um, and, and we can't confirm or, any of this. But I've, I've read today, I've seen HMRC mentioned. I've seen Puma mentioned, which if you, maybe people are adding two and two together and getting five. But we have no away shirts in stock and can't get any more. There's been rumours of a third shirt for weeks and weeks and weeks. We don't have one. And and I've seen people post today that that, that that's linked to a serving puma. I know you're on record. You're saying that you're aware of small local suppliers that that have been that are uh, that have had bills either unpaid or or, or very or, or paid very late. This is not normal business practice, despite um, despite the protestations of of some of our some of the more cultist fans among among us. Um, there is very, very clear signs. If there are any signs, that's fine. But there are very, very clear
1: signs that cash flow is a huge, huge problem at the moment. I I just don't understand how alarm bells aren't ringing more universally. And I spoke to a couple of Swindon fans today and they've observed that I think the tide is turning in terms of people's attitudes towards this current ownership. I can't even commit to saying it's just Claire Mulphoney. I really can. I don't know what's going on, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit more detail. But you, you look in the club shop, you look around, you know, I hear rumours that they did, they did a fantastic job with the Junior Robbins room. And then I'm told that the suggestions that it might be the fan groups that have put money into that and also... There's rumours about the, the the Christmas meal for the elderly fans that is every year. And there's rumours that the club have not paid for that. And I'm hearing the enthusiastic volunteers within the club staff that are doing a lot of the work, in, especially in, in relation to the Junior Robbins room. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, I, if I'm correct, Richard, I've seen posted online that our director of football was uh, was grafting, refurbishing the Junior Reds room. And huge fair, respect to Jamie Russell for that. Fair, fair play for him. This isn't I'm in no way digging out these individuals. These individuals are salt of the earth. They are what makes this club. Everybody from the, the, the kit boys to the backroom staff to the hospitality staff to the sales and marketing team to the media boys. They are all normal, hardworking people who live and breathe our, within our community. And this is so everything that we're going to go on to discuss and i and personally I've discussed in the past on this podcast, I can't feel more passionately about this not not one single bit of it is criticism or lack of support for those people,
1: yeah, that we are in awe of their efforts, and when you go into even when you go into the club shop and you just see one till two tills not working, and they're trying to sell football shirts for, for half price and people don't have cash only now. You know, and you've got a queue and queue and queue and some people just want to pick up tickets, you know. It's it's so hard to see their professionalism when they're going through that. And I've worked in retail. It's stressful as hell when it's busy and things are going against you. And the common goal is their love for Swindon Town and those in the queue are the same. It's it's just it's so sad. Try and buy a ticket. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, uh, honestly it is so hard to buy a ticket
0: it's bonkers
1: yeah i mean i have a i have a child season ticket and it's it's not easy to say if for cup games which is not an issue now um you get your ticket reserved you can see your ticket but you can't see your 8 year old's so you end up having to call and you're told you're first in the queue for about 50 minutes, an hour, and then and then it's all sorted. But it's it's not the people; it's the it's the system. It's, it,
0: look, if you if you keep cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting, this is where we are. They do not have well. Look, Rich, we put the running order together for this pod before statement statements come out the Sunday afternoon, and I suppose we'll get inside a bit a bit later. But we have cut everything. There is nothing left to cut and we still, if you believe Clem Fooney, this club still does not run.
1: That was quite a little detour. It certainly wasn't on the running order, but worth giving our love and respect for those at the club that are doing everything they can to make sure that the, the show runs. Um, so again, m- nothing but respect to all of you. Um, another, the side note from Ryan Whelan's article was huge. For Swindon Town. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. massive. And yeah, it was just this little oh, and by the way, in in the article, it simply said, now, according to sources, the club has been placed up for sale with Luke Dowling allegedly involved in the process. It's an incredible it's so, it's so flippant yet, such so incredibly detailed. Yes. Um, for something that is so big to the fans, I think. Mr. Whelan and Mr. Whelan's leak or contact. We're going to need a little bit more detail on that, but I suspect the leak might not have all that information either. I'd perhaps say it would have been better for Whelan to have sat on that detail for a little bit longer. I find it this is about Swindon Town, but I do find it extraordinary that somebody is leaking to look sports media as, with all due respect in the world, they do not have the outreach that others do and this story requires outreach. My podcast doesn't is a drop in the ocean for Swindon Town. It's 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 not about oh I wish I had it or anything like that. I think this comes down to who is leaking it, and possibly the BBC and advertiser have a world of red tape. But just insanely big news. This, if if true, <laughs> it. it and why
0: wouldn't it be true? Exactly. Well, I, so, so, you just you, what we what we're now doing is sort of going in four D chess game theory mode, right? And you're like, so, so we were chatting we were chatting earlier. So, Ryan Whelan's had a source within the club for a long time. I have my suspicions on who it was. The person who who I thought it was has now left the club. So who is it, and what's their what's what's the motive? This is so to be clear, my working hypothesis is this has come from within the club, yeah, because Ryan Whelan has had a source within the club for a long time. Now, quite why the source has chosen Ryan Whelan, and I don't know Ryan. He's I've got, I've got a lot of respect for someone trying to grow grow a small media business because I'm I'm from that world. I I, I know what it's like, and 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 he seems to be. Passionate about what he does, so this is no knock on him. But for whatever reason, somebody in our organisation who has access to lots of information has chosen Look Sports Media and Ryan Whelan as the person to go to with to, to, to get whatever they want out. Out, and you know maybe it's because they know it wouldn't wouldn't see the light of day via the Adver or the BBC because they have very strict editorial standards. Who knows? But my working hypothesis at the moment is that this is coming from somebody. Who is within the club?
1: But, but Terry, it's a one man boardroom. Allegedly. <laughs> it's so weird. And I think sources doesn't mean it's the same person, but it's risky to go public with this sort of stuff. Consortiums, real business people, do not negotiate via the media. They will not be happy that names are mentioned if they are true. And my shall I get the old conspiracy theory tin hat on? Absolutely. I fear there's a bit of an internal civil war happening within the club and it's Clem yeah. Morphoony versus a group of people who have absolutely no power on paper, but a hell of a lot in reality because yeah. Clem Mulfony is then releasing a statement and this. He's the, he's the leak and he's batting it away and he just hasn't got that in him. There's been a f- breakdown in relationships at the club, at the highest level, with people that we're not allowed to talk about, not allowed to mention because they don't have positions at the club, but seem to have a lot of sway. In the black market boardroom,
0: there, there, there is a there is a power struggle of sorts going on here. That, that, that is the sort of, and to be clear, this is this is me and you coming to a shared conclusion. It is not fact, but that, that, that's where we're sort of leaning with this now. A um, couple of points here. I think one person who I would assume is absolutely fuming with this is Luke Dowling, um, because quite quite why he 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 going about his business if he is going about any business, the last thing he wants is to be dragged into this nonsense. Um, if the, if the club is up for up for sale and 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 my instinct is it is, otherwise this story doesn't come out. Then any interested consortium, as you quite rightly said, have absolutely no interest in this co going public until 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 they choose. And, and until the deal's done, because they're probably serious people, unlike unlike the, the the group we have currently. And lastly, Rich, I have to pull you up on one tiny bit, t- tiny sort of bit of housekeeping here. You've said uh, it's a group of people who have absolutely no power on paper, but a hell of a lot in reality.
1: Uh, may I suggest that some of those group of people may be married to people who have oh, yes. no power. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. But they didn't have power until something got put on a website, which rumbled them. And then we're just expected to, well, we all make mistakes, don't we? Sorry. Oh, we we, make we all short. make, we all make mistakes. Yeah. So <laughs> my, my running theory, my theory is that there is there's been a fallout and they are publicly trying to besmirch Clem Morphuni. Now I'm not a huge fan of Clem Morphuni, but there's no way you are leaking this stuff. If if oh, it, it's an absolute mess,
0: yeah, yeah, and and to what end? If we're going to carry the sort of um, uh, conspiracy theory hypothesizing through, some so, somebody or more than one person wants their money back, but their money isn't recorded on paper or their right to that money isn't recorded on paper anywhere because they may not be allowed to have claims legally to that money
1: well i ended saturday evening largely sympathetic of clem orfuni because of my my theory my belief that he is he is in some sort of tug of war for this club but then on sunday he released a statement and here it is Hello everybody, summer is here and when there's no Swindon Town, I do enjoy using my favourite streaming services to watch, you know, the same old comedies I've watched a billion times before, but hey, I love it, okay, so don't judge. Alas, being away overseas on holiday in the Chateau means I have to go without some of those shows until I've returned home, but no more. NordVPN allows you to watch sporting events, TV shows and films which aren't available in your region by switching your virtual location with one click to a country which is showing the content. NordVPN acts as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords from falling into the wrong hands. NordVPN is the price of a cup of coffee per month and one NordVPN account can be used across six devices. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash low There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and the link is in the podcast episode description box. Enjoy your summer.
3: Hi, Ellis Pod fans, it's JR here. Enthusiastic contributor and former Swindon McDonald's employee. Farewell Outlet Village. One time I got to serve the then Swindon manager Roy Evans. Yes, I know what you're wondering. Big Mac with medium fries. And admittedly, why Roy may have regretted some choices at SM1. Well, you can't go wrong with the classics. And you can't go wrong with Muck Delivery, where instead of you getting in a time machine and coming to me, your favourites can come to you. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
1: Swindon Town Football Club would like to issue the following statement from Clem Morthuni. Dear supporters, I felt it was important to write to you all after the shocking 7-4 defeat we suffered against Oldershot in the FA Cup yesterday. I want to address not only this embarrassing loss, but also provide clarity on a series of stories that have been circulating on social media. Firstly, I want to acknowledge the huge disappointment you must all be feeling and let you know I share the same pain. Football is a game that can deliver incredible highs and devastating lows, and we've had lots of both in my short time as owner of Swindon Town Football Club. As owner, I take full responsibility for everything that happens within our club, and I'm writing this message to let you know I'm confronting the challenges head on. I speak to Michael Flynn regularly about the football and the recruitment, in my view, has been exceptional this season, which is why we offered Michael a new contract to reflect the start to the season that we have had so far. I've been having discussions with Michael Flynn and Jamie Russell regarding strengthening our squad in the January transfer window, which I will personally be overviewing. I will be there in January to support the hard work between Michael Flynn Wayne Hatswell, Jamie Russell and Anthony Hall. Rumours of an imminent Club sale. I understand there has been a lot of speculation regarding the potential sale of the club and I want to address the concerns and clear up any confusion. As I've emphasised before and will reiterate now, Swindon Town is not up for sale. However, From time to time, we receive expressions of interest from potential people to buy the club. Entertaining such discussions does not equate to actively seeking a sale, even if some may interpret it that way. Financial stability. There have been reports and speculation concerning player payments and HMRC issues which I can confirm have been paid and also paid on time. In the past fortnight, I have injected £250,000 to stabilise the club, And I will continue to stabilise the club as and when needed. We still encounter many difficulties to the years of mismanagement from the prior ownership and these challenges are still painstakingly being worked through and paid for me. The current club revenue is not sufficient to cover the costs to run the club. With existing deals in place that have been active for years that don't make us any money and benefit others tremendously. Anthony Hall, our CEO has talked me through this at length, and our plan is to focus on new revenue streams for the club. We also need to renegotiate all of our less favourable commercial deals and enhance our offerings to generate additional revenue. Financial sustainability. We recently joined the Fair Game initiative, which is dedicated to making football clubs more sustainable. We are fully aligned with their goals and believe in the significance of a sustainable future for her club and the football community. It's been said that clubs in League Two lose on average between £1 million and £2 million. In League One, they lose £3 million plus every year and in the championship even more, all chasing success. It shouldn't be this way and Fair Game is pushing very hard and want all football clubs to become more sustainable. Telling us that since the Premier League was created in 1992, There have been 64 instances of clubs collapsing into administration in the top four divisions, and also that the Premier League gives more money to one parachute payment club than it does to all 120 clubs in Leagues 1, 2, and the National League combined. Things must change, and we fully support the Fair Game initiative. The County Ground. The stadium purchase, which equal ownership shared between the club and the supporters, was a massive step. ...towards securing our financial stability. It will take years to complete, but in time we will be able to generate income seven days a week. The club play rental to the JV, which is then paid back to the club and reinvested to fix the stadium... ...which is being carried out progressively, which we have reported on in the advisory board minutes. And the current spend is close to over £200,000. We're currently working with the Supporters' Trust on the new fan zone. We think the fan zone will give supporters a much better matchday experience. This is something I will be personally looking over when I'm back in January. Final thoughts. Yesterday's result was heartbreaking, but the early season has been filled with promise. We need your patience and we need your support more than ever during these difficult moments. As stated already, we have a plan. We're actively working on strategies to increase revenue and to get promotion into League One and beyond. I understand why you are disappointed and upset right now, as I'm I and the rest of the team is. I want to emphasise that I am with you on that and assure you that I am 100% committed to Swindon Town. Thank you all for your support and I look forward to seeing you all before Christmas. Clare Morphooney Terry, 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 another disaster class in copy, but this time it's not important unless unless you want to just reference <laughs> the structure of this. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I,
0: I, I have nothing left to say about the uh, the quality of writing. <laughs> It is published by this organization although i did i, I saw one <laughs> i saw one tweet which i think just absolutely skewed it perfectly i think um somebody said that i, I they hope their are, are competitive budget it to, stretches to a copywriter in january and also, I, think, I think that's about as uh about as good as we can um sum up it's it, it's not the main story here but jesus christ please
1: yeah yeah clemel personally overseeing the transfer business in january doesn't infuse me with much confidence terry yeah don't do that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> how do you think michael flynn would feel about that uh how do you think michael flynn
0: feels about a lot of things um if i uh, what can we say i think michael flynn's a good company man and i think he's probably getting
1: some sage advice from outside the club at the moment god as a side point and belongs to another episode Had he not signed that contract the day before, he'd have been a lot of bother this weekend.
0: Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, We haven't even thought about discussing why he signed the new contract or why he was offered one. Uh, Six wins in 19 doesn't suggest a sort of tie tie down this exciting up-and-coming coach for his long-term future. Um, So, yeah, that's that's another strange one. That's another strange one that that makes you think, What's the motive there? There was there was no need to do that. There was just no need at all.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll go down that tangent. My initial, because of the the work I've been doing over the last eleven months, my initial thought was they're locking him down to ensure his role is stable if there is a takeover, and then if it if it doesn't go well for him, he gets a lovely payout. But at the same time, maybe Bradford might have shown some interest considering they've approached a lot of people, it sounds like. So, um, yeah, it, 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 we said it in the press, odd time, not against it per se, but weird timing. Yeah. Really weird timing. Um, yes, there's there's just, just no need for it. There's just no need for it. Okay. So there was a lot of ground covered in that statement. Some of it quite irrelevant to the situation that occurred over the weekend. Still, Always nice to read that promotion is the goal, despite everything we've experienced since the summer of 2022. Lots of rambling for an article, which was essentially responding to an article by Ryan Whelan, especially the reference to the takeover, which there's been nothing, you know, people like me sort of hint and wind up fans by suggesting, you know, stuff, but you respect the process, you respect the people you talk to. But Ryan Whelan just says a side note, and it gets a whole response, which was funny in its own right. You know, this is the ramblings of a man trying to convince us and possibly himself that he's in control. There is more to play at here. I am certain of it. Yeah, I mean, I am just just reading back through it again now, and
0: there is just so many. I, we haven't got time, Rich, to, to to genuinely pick this apart, like sentence by sentence, paragraph by paragraph. There is so many crazy parts to this, like. One of the things I don't understand is obviously you know less than within the last twelve months, uh, Clem's taken on a like, taken on a huge loan and gave gave away some of the club, although he, although he told us he didn't, but he actually did. And then you've got the whole thing of like, yeah, but I'm going to buy the shares back with what money? With what money? You said at the time, there's and there's a quote um, that I've seen from Clem Orfuni that said that he is planning on buying the shares back, but that. Actually, um, it's not really that important, and he'd rather use that money to sign players. That's not happened. I've injected two hundred and fifty thousand pounds to stabilise the club. Why? Why does it need stabilising, Clem? What, 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 what do, do our do our highest the highest crowds in our history at this level, and the lowest, you know, the the, the, the poorest squad we've ever had at this level. What do you mean? Like, what needs stabilizing? So, 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 what I come down to here, Rich, is either the some somehow the math doesn't add up in my head, right? Somehow it doesn't add up. So, either money is go, going out somewhere that it shouldn't, or we, whoever is in charge of running this business, is absolutely dreadful at running a business now i don't know which one of those two is more concerning but one of them is true it has to be and then and then we sort of go on and this is where i get sort of he could have just stopped after the first four paragraphs right would have been fine um financial sustainability right completely and a pointless couple of paragraphs here basically is saying that rather than rather than Build a football club that is capable of competing at League One and League Two. Um, He's just going to try and change
1: the fact that football clubs lose money. What do you like? Have a day off. What do you want about? What do you want about? What about Lee Power being used to be the boogeyman? Oh, God, man. This is two and a half years. Like, it's just not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Because this is what people will come back to us. One, they'll come back to us saying the owner of the football club is saying it's not for sale. How are you arguing against this? And they'll also say... Because he's lied time and time and time and time again. Exactly. We will say, you know, he has admitted he has lied previously and he seems to be very, very happy in his wording. He, he's done it twice now where he's like, it's not for sale, but if people approach us, it doesn't mean it's for sale. It's kind of like he's getting us on a technicality. Like, we we might be sold in the next two months and he'll go, ah, but we weren't for sale. Oh, yeah. We- we we weren't. A bid came in and I accepted it, but we weren't for sale. And that is what I've been saying. I'm a man of my word. But this Lee Power thing and this 30-year, he's obviously been fed that that 30-year. He doesn't have a clue about our history over 30 years because although we were like poor 30 years ago, we were in the Premier League. So, you know, dial back. I mean, it's a very literal observation, but come on. And this Lee Power, is he just gets wheeled out every now and again. Just remember where you come from, Swindon Town fans. But we've had a lot of revenue in that time and a lot of money pumped in, as the advisory board notes say. I, I Unless they're they're keeping more stuff away from us. It's just the same. And I talk to people that work in the industry, Terry, and the things like the, the debentures chat, they, they are stunned that fans have bought that, that time frame of like we had X amount of days to find X amount those sort of things that were just we're just reading words on statements and going good old Clem there we go all done nuts. absolutely nuts it's just just bonkers that people are
0: buying it and it and it's bonkers that, that we're that we still playing the legacy issues card like what are you on about like come on a couple of other personal highlights from from the statement, um, and I, I know that the I don't know if it was it was you or Dave, but some somebody uh, on the LS Pod Twitter account got this absolutely got got this absolutely bang on. Um, <laughs> we're currently working with the Supporters Trust on a new fan zone. <laughs> so that's good news, <laughs>
1: everyone, isn't it? Hey, it, that'd it's, be great. It's village fate sen- you know, sentiment, oh, you know, not, Non league, well, non league, uh,
0: non league plans for non league clubs. Maybe you could buy a club lottery ticket at the fan zone. Oh no! We, um, and my final, my 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 final and absolute favorite line. If that this it, to me says Clemofooni is on another planet, is either completely delusional, or he's just clinging to a, a, a string of his. Uh, Credibility, or is just trying to manipulate fans until he can get out. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this to you again. Yesterday's result was heartbreaking. Yeah, but the early season has been filled with promise, and we need your patience. It's not been okay. Uh, We need your support more than ever. You have incredible support. You have amazing support. Do not question that. But anyway, I digress. As stated already, this is the bit. We have a plan. We're actively working on strategies to increase revenue and to get promotion into League One and beyond. Are you mental? The only way we get
1: out of League Two is downwards. Oh, Terry. At, at, at one point in that sentence, the word synergy was... was They tried to crowbar it in, I'm sure. But it's just like actively working on strategies. It's a fast-paced environment. That is Swindon Town. You may think that. I ain't seeing it. This
0: club wouldn't know what a strategic in, uh plan was if it jumped up and slapped them round the face. They think strategy is a club lottery. Oh. oh there it and is some scaffolding donated by a local building company to
1: build a gantry at a training ground. That's what that's what these people think strategy is. So so as we close what happens now because the things know. like if if there is a takeover if this loop dowling is involved in something fans are going to think that something is happening in the very, very short term. Where the reality is, if you think that this this story has just emerged over the last day or two, you're on cloud cuckoo land. These things take months and months if done properly. And now we find ourselves with a little crumb of a rumour. Yes, it's been rebuffed by Clem Wolfutony, but frankly, he's got a track record of lying. The clear, the open and transparent king is a proven liar. What happens now? What happens is the fans get divided. You've got people like me, you and I, that don't trust anything that's coming out of the club versus people that just want to go to football, don't want all this noise. Shush. I want to enjoy a a 7-4 loss at home to Aldershaw in the FA Cup.
0: Yeah, and do you know what? There are a couple of hundred of those people, and those couple of hundred will enjoy going to watch us lose to Maidenhead in two seasons, and whoever next two seasons later. And I'm glad. I'm I'm delighted. I'm delighted that they enjoy it, and and I would never question that. Like, I, I wish that I was wired that way.
1: What happens next, Rich? I honestly, I I just feel like as a fan base, I don't feel that we're being supported, and I don't want to go into the trust. Because I don't know what's happening behind the scenes there. They've they've been on great terms with Clem or for three years, possibly more. I, I, I get that there'll be complexities. But at the same time, the trust is there to support us, the supporters. And I'm worried that there isn't a plan of action. Rich, there are plans and strategies
0: to get us to League One and beyond. Um, I, I, What happens next? It, the fan base will... Get more toxic, more polarized. Gates will dwindle. One way or the other, my instinct is it gets worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. And whether it, whether the club is for sale or not, I think the next three months could could be quite could be quite tricky. If if it is for sale, we enter a, we enter a dangerous period where the current owners quite quite rightly as Dan pointed out on a pod recently will invest in nothing but the absolute minimum as you would do if you were selling your home i think was his analogy but so we we are in a space where the current the outgoing owners will will give will give nothing and do nothing but the incoming owners can't impact or or invest if the club isn't for sale or we don't end up changing hands the the down the the, tra- the direction of travel the downward trajectory just continues right like there's there's nothing nothing has happened in the last two years to suggest any of this is by chance to suggest any of this is a coincidence to suggest any of this is not just the direct result of decisions made day by day like when you like I I work in a small business our revenues are similar level to 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 the football club you're you don't you don't put out your quarterly or annual annual financial results and go, "Oh, I wonder how that happened like you work every single day and your teams work every single day and you have strategic aims and goals and plans and measurement frameworks and metrics, and you measure those things every single day and you know every single day whether you're taking small steps forward or small steps back and this club at the moment is death by a thousand cuts and it's continuous, tiny, sometimes big, but mostly on the day-to-day, tiny steps back by us being completely underfunded on the pitch, but more importantly, completely underfunded off the pitch. We are not a sensible, serious business. We are not run by sensible, serious business people. And
1: the outcome of that will always, always be failure. Ooh, well see what the future brings, but I don't like the sound of it. Terry, thank you very much. Cheers, Rich. The Low Strangers is an independent supporters podcast. The views given do not reflect those of Swindertown Football Club or their official partners. The music is provided by the great Matthew Kilford and the podcast logo was created by the most splendid Matt in Singapore thanks for listening
2: come on you Reds come
3: on did. hi LS Pod fans it's JR here if Swindon players were McDonald's items who would they be we've had lots of Big Macs like the legendary Alan McLaughlin Harry McCurdy